G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Well, we enjoy catching up with Britt and Kate Ryan from Focus on the Family Australia, and they're joining us on the phone this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Great to connect with you guys again. And, of course, we're back into the swing of things with school uh-huh. uh, around the country. Yeah. And I was chatting with a couple from church. Now, I thought I'd throw this question at you guys and get your perspective on it. They, their little fellow's just starting prep this year, Aww. and so it's all very exciting. Uh, but the mum was talking to me and saying that last year when he was in, I guess it was pre-prep, um, you know, she was talking to the teacher, you know, the whole meet the teacher thing at the start of the year, yep. and she was sort of sharing a couple of things, and it was actually just a phase that he was going through, so it wasn't anything, you know, Bad. long-term or, you know, some diagnosed thing or whatever. It was just a little phase he was going through, but she shared this with the teacher thinking, I probably should, you know, be up front with her, but then the teacher kind of took that and she thought, you know, really ran with it in the wrong direction, like was sort of over-cautious and whatever, and she thought, oh... I'm not sure what to do this year. Like, should should I be upfront with the teacher on different things, or should you just let it roll and you know, I guess, keep the story going along the way? So, I was keen to get your thoughts on this. I mean, obviously, as you know, school kicks off, um, new teachers, you know, new teachers, and you know, understanding, and obviously, kids are developing and changing, and you know, working out their own way. How much information do you think it's important to share? up front with the school or with your class teacher and how much do you just sort of let them work it out as they go without, I guess, wanting to, I guess, colour yeah, or taint their, their perspectives? I guess uh, having been a teacher for many, many years, the aim for a teacher is to work with the parents. And so you want to create this real sense of unity together for your little one because you want them to, to thrive at school. So that, that's the aim, I guess. And then if, if there is something significant that you feel the teacher needs to know. Now, hopefully if your child has some kind of learning disability, uh, they're on the ASD or they've got other disciplinary issues, um, then it's really important that they are shared. Mm. Because when a teacher has, say, 25 to 30 kids in a room, they need some insight. Yeah. And you want them to have all the tools that they need ahead of time. And because you want your kid to have the best experience and you want the teacher to have the best possible relationship with your child. And so you don't want to tell them everything like, you know, they can be really painful if you do this or they can run off and do that. I'm talking about really significant things that could impact um, other children and the classroom as a whole, or your child themselves. Yeah. Okay. So uh, particularly if they've got, as Kate's saying, you know, there's certain medical issues, like yes. medications you might have to inform them of. But if it's just little nuances, as you said, there's nothing in particular, as your friend was saying, you know, there's some things, teachers are quite professional in this, and they can pick up cues quite yeah. readily. Pretty quickly. And uh, then there's a scenario where, you know, Children can behave completely different from when they are at, at home. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, that, is, that is so true. 
that, you know, parents can go, oh, they, they really misbehaved. And they go to school and they're angelic and they think, well, what am I doing wrong at home? <laughs> well, I, believe me, when we were homeschooling, I always get, oh, Michaela's such a joy to teach. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Look, I, I think there's awareness too. So let's say your child can be quite anxious. Mm. I think it's really great if you've got a technique that works. Yeah. Um, at, at home, you know, if they get quite anxious over something, you, and you could ta- share that with the teacher because they might have this whole bag of things they could do if a kid has anxiety, but you've already tried those things and maybe two of things work. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. So, you, so you can give some insight there. That's and a good say, point. you know, yeah. this, this really works for them or they've got this bear in their bag. This is if they're in prep. Mm. You know, if they've got a bear in their bag, they just want need to hug that bear or whatever it is. Um, but that's where... You can go backwards and forwards with the teacher and and talk because you're you're working as a team. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a good. It, point. It's not just you're sending your kids off and the teachers out there on their own. You you as a parent want to back that teacher yeah. mm. because if you back that teacher, the relationship between your child and the teacher is going to be so much better. If you come in combatant um, mm. and the teacher doesn't do something right in the first time that something happens, and you go, oh no, well I told you, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, right. Then the relationship gets fractured and the relationship between the child and the teacher can then become fractured. Mm. And, okay. and so we want to really boost the relationship. And so I don't think you need to give a whole lot of information unless there's something really significant because you want to see them unfold in mm. the classroom situation yeah. where the teacher's going to bring something different and the children around them are going to bring something different. And that's how your child develops because they're, they're actually being exposed to so many new things that it's going to bring out different facets in your child. Yeah. And, uh, back to the original question about do you go straight away or, or not, there are the things that need to be told at the beginning, but then you might just say, hey, can we catch up after about a two-week period and just say, mm. is there anything you, you know, just letting them know that you're there and just talk about things and then you might be able to explain little things. But there may be some things that your teacher will be able to explain to you yeah, I'm noticing. I'm noticing this. Yeah, I have noticed that. And then you can work collaboratively for the best outcome for your child. Yeah, Excellent. that's really good. Excellent. Uh, so, some really good practical advice there. And obviously, Kate, with your mm. background in teaching, that's um, you know some really uh, worthwhile things to be thinking about as mm. we kick into a brand new year. You don't want to be sort of getting to June and then the teacher says, oh, I've noticed this. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I could yeah. have told you that six months ago. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah that's right. Exactly. It's just, I think it's balancing of a parent's desire to be over-involved too. Yeah, to be in their face all the time. No, you don't want to be in their face. You need to give your child, because they're they're also um, little steps to development for your child. And whilst they might be doing something right now, they might not be doing it in three weeks' time or four Mm. weeks' time. Yeah, exactly. Because that's a little phase they were going through and it's gone now. Yeah. because they might be very anxious going to school in that first couple of weeks or three weeks, but after a month they might be fantastic and yeah. the mum's still panicked because their child has been anxious. Yeah. And so then, it, you know, <laughs> it, it can just keep going around the circle. Yeah, good point. So we, we just have to be careful not to say, well, this is what's happening with my child. Well, look, this is what's happening with my child right now. Mm. But that might be different down the track. And mums right. and dads, for those who are little ones are going into new schools or a new school yes. year, um, 
you set the tone. If you're excited about it, then your child will be able yeah, to pick you up. Yeah, absolutely. So set the, set the tone for what you would like for your child. Uh, maybe on the inside, you're freaking out, <laughs> but on the outside, you're cool, calm, and collected. Oh, yeah, yeah be excited. Talk about what's going to happen in their but new bag and their, you know, this is for preppies, um, their new bag and their lunchbox and maybe practice making some lunches and this is what you'll eat at snack time. And it's very exciting time for them. And yeah. A lot of new, and you know, if you start it off at home, then it it's like they that cuts out some of the new and the, mm. the I don't know what to do with my lunch and what am I supposed to eat now and you know all of that. Yeah, that's um, a really good point. And so it's just preparing them so that it takes away some of the the new and maybe a bit overwhelming when there's so many other new things. Yeah. Yeah. Not crying. Not crying. Yes, not crying. Yes, not crying. <laughs> yeah. Don't cry until <laughs> after you drop them off yeah, and then no. you've left. My school does um, tea and tissues <laughs> for the prep oh, mums. They my, can go to the hall. My, my first son, when he went to, into prep, after two weeks, he was four and a half. I'm not joking. He was four and a half in prep. And at four and a half, he says to me, after two weeks, uh, Mum, you just wait in the car. I'll come out to you. <laughs> oh, right. And I, and I said, I'm your mother. You need me. He goes, yeah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Kate's still getting over that. Yeah, yeah that's right. Anyway. Any healing counselling for yeah. that. So. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I was, it, was, it was because we had set him up. Like, this is so exciting. Mm. Go on, yeah. get out there. Yeah. Mm. That's and I, I was like, oh, he's so independent. That's wonderful. And it meant that I didn't have to get my other babies out of the car in the hot weather. Yes. Yeah, well, that's right. That's, that's the good. benefit. That's always good. <laughs> then we had parents ringing out saying, what did you do for your yeah, car? Yeah, it was. It was I, so I, funny. I want that. I want that. How did you stay in your car with the air conditioning on? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's brilliant. Uh, well, thanks for your input this week. We look forward to chatting again next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.